Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you are new to the show, we have an episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You could also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, anywhere that podcasts are listened to and tap in. Um, and if you are continually listening, if you're part of the Waken Podcast family, thank you for sharing this. Thank you for tuning in week after week. Um, I've, I've received incredible testimonies back of people who have encountered the Lord, you know, received healing, have been sharing this with their church groups, their family members, their friends. And so it is awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of what God is doing here through the broadcast. I want to start off with the scripture. Um, from Joshua chapter one. And this is one of my favorite passages. I do have a guest on the show today. I'm going to introduce here, her here just in a minute, but I do want to read it. I was, as I was praying and I was preparing for this show, this scripture was highlighted to my heart. And it's been one that honestly, since I got saved about 14 years ago, this has been a scripture that I have clung to, that the Lord has really highlighted to me. And so this is Joshua chapter one. This is verses seven and eight, and it goes like this. this: is the Lord speaking to Moses before the people are led into the promised land? God speaking to Joshua. I'm sorry, the Lord speaking to Joshua before He leads the people of God into the promised land, and He says, "This be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law that my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on." On your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it, and then you will be prosperous and then you will be successful. I love this passage because he's saying that keep the word of God on your lips, speak the word of God, meditate upon the word of God day and night, and be careful to walk in the word of God. And he says, then you will be prosperous and then you will be successful. And so this is where we're going today. We're talking about the power of the word of God, how to walk in victory through the word. And so I have a guest on my show. I believe this is her third time coming on my show. She is amazing so full of the Holy Spirit. I love her worship. She is a popular worship leader and speaker. She is a Dove-nominated singer and songwriter. She's also an author of several books. Um, she's on staff at the Healing Rooms Apostolic Center in Santa Maria, California. She has an online community called Into the River, where she enjoys endless soaking worship, weekly Bible studies, interactive classes, and so much more. You can find out about her ministry at juliemeyer.com. Julie. Thank you so much for joining me today on Awaken Podcast. You are very welcome. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> it is always awesome having you. I see you're in front of your piano. Which always. Is, is this always where you are continually? This is, this is where I do my Bible studies uh, with my Purple Passion translation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is, this is where, I, this is where I, I write, I sing, and I sing the Psalms. Awesome. I love that. So tell us, I know the last time you were on the show, um, you shared a lot of your testimony and story. I love to ask my guests about their story, but tell us about what the Lord's been kind of doing in you. And in 2021, um, you know, what God's been doing in your ministry, give us a little bit of an update. Well, uh, let me see. Uh, what I've been doing is finishing my book, mm. which is out. Yay. And that awesome. took 
that's what I did all of 2020 Mm -hmm. and some of 2021. It's called 30 Days of Praying the Psalms. And that that kind of sums up what I did this (laughs) year. Um, I love... um, I love the word and my heart was to how I encounter the Lord is through singing his word and just speaking his word. And that's what, that's what I've done this year. Um, I've been singing my way through the Psalms. So we've actually recorded Psalm one through Psalm 65 wow. and it's on our 24 seven radio. So literally I, I am on staff at the healing rooms, apostolic center in Santa Maria, California, helping as a worship leader with the house of prayer. But when I'm not there, I am right here in the studio and I'm, I'm just working my way through the Psalms and, uh, it, I love it, but <laughs> this is, this is my life right here in this little <laughs> tiny room. And we've recorded, we started singing our way through the Psalms in June of 2016. Wow. So for wow. since 2016, every month I record a new Psalm. Uh, sometimes it's live. Sometimes I just come in here and we have over 60 hours of soaking uh, that you can just turn it on at our 24 seven radio. And uh, you can, you can just, uh, you know, have that in, in the background because I feel the word of God is so, so powerful and yeah. how it stays in us is that melody. It's like the glue that holds it all together, that melody. So when people say, what do you do? I, this is what I do <laughs> right here in this little room with the word and the Psalms. I love that. I'm, I'm glad to get a little glimpse here into your everyday life. And um, your book um, is entitled 30 Days of Praying the Psalms, King David's Keys to Victory. Before we really get into that, I know I've, I've read through it. It's right there. It's beautiful. It's a hard, hardcover book. It's beautiful. You go through Psalms 1 through 30. And I didn't talk to you about this before. I probably should have asked you. But are, is, there, is there more to come? Because there's so many more Psalms. There has to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, it took my, I mean, my family will tell you, I, they would find me at two 30 in the morning, like crying over trying to say things exactly how I felt affected me and changed me. It, it was just, it was such a special project, but, mm-hmm. um, and I, I literally the whole time I said, I'm never doing another one. I'm never writing again. <laughs> um, and then the minute I finished, I was like, I have to, I have to, I want volume two, three, and four. And, um, I feel I have this mandate from the Lord to record the Psalms, do Bible studies about the Psalms, um, write about the Psalms mm-hmm. because they're very simple steps on prayer and keeping the believer in conversation with God through every single season, we will find the, the heights of, you know, great celebration to the depths of despair in the Psalms. Mm. And so absolutely. Uh, I don't know that I will, um, 
you know, do a book deadline, but I am, sure. I am going to write. I'm not going to give it to anybody till it's done. So I don't have that pressure of a deadline, sure. which I always missed. <laughs> sure. Well, I love that. I, I'm definitely looking forward to more copies in the future with that. And so when it comes to I want to I want to dive in here. So when it comes to your affinity with the Psalms, obviously you shared a little bit about the power of the Psalms. Um, when did this like love for the Psalms kind of take place in your life? And I know in the beginning of your book, in in your introduction, you kind of break down the um, what you uh, the the importance of the Psalms um, and kind of why you feel like it's vital for believers. I'd like to start there. Yeah. Well, you know, um, in nineteen eighty three. You know, probably before most of you were born, I went to a 6 a.m. prayer meeting. I was attending Mike Bickle's church in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. uh, Missouri, and we had prayer meetings three times a day at 6 a.m., at noon, and at 7. And I was at the 6 a.m. prayer meeting. And I just remember at that time, I was going through a lot emotionally. My family was in a, they were just in a really hard season. And when it's your family, a lot of times it really does affect you. And I would just go and cry. It was a hard season. Mm -hmm. And I remember after one of these meetings, Mike and his amazing wife, Diane, took me back into his office and he began to tell me about David and the Psalms. And he began to encourage me that that God could have put David in a school and he could have taught him about the geography of the land by him reading it out of a book. But mm. God didn't do that. God put him as a shepherd to tend his few sheep. And then what was it from the time he was maybe 16-ish till 30, you mm. know, chased by Saul and his military. And, and David had to rely on, on God. And what David did is he took his meditations, which would have been from the Torah, Mm -hmm. and he put his life story in those meditations and he sang them to God. Mm -hmm. And I remember Mike saying, go to your piano, open your Bible, turn to Psalms. And he said, and sing. (laughs) And then he said, and never, ever stop. And you know what? I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't ever stop. I, Mm -hmm. since 1983, just went to the Psalms. I love to sing the whole Bible. If you know anything about the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we Mm -hmm. sing and pray the word. But from that day on, it became a part of my life. It became a part of my devotions. And then just decades later, because now we are decades into singing the Psalms, I felt like I have longevity in my life now to say these Psalms, singing the Psalms, just like David did with my own chords and my own melodies, I believe is that fact 
factor that has kept me steady through the storms of life, through promotions, through demotions, Mm. you know, through you're hired, you're fired. I mean, just through life, the good times, the bad times, through the, you know, when I was raising a two and a half year old and I had identical twin boys, those seasons where you don't have five minutes or, you know, you don't have any time. uh, I would take a, just a little index card with Psalm 116 verses one and two. And I wrote it, I put it on my refrigerator, in my bathroom, in my car. And that little, those two scriptures, because you don't always need, you know, to another chapter, another chapter. I'll tell you, two Mm -hmm. verses lasted me through that season. And God just began to unwrap about his faithfulness and how he hears our prayer and our cry. And it helped me hang on to the Lord in very, very hard times. But I feel it kept me steady. It kept humility and servanthood a big part of who I want to be like as I follow the Lord. It kept oil in my lamp at all seasons. And I feel like I want to get the, the power of the Psalms. I feel like even now the Lord is highlighting and he does, he highlights his whole word, but, um, That was my heart for 30 days in the Psalms. And I didn't want to just take the most popular Psalms, you know, like Mm -hmm. Psalm, you know, five and 23 and 42. I wanted to go from the first, you know, clear through because a lot of those Psalms we never, ever hear about. And they are vital Mm -hmm. for different seasons in our life because sometimes we just go to Psalm 23, Psalm 23, Psalm. 23. And that's a great Psalm, but I feel like each Psalm individually has equipping tools for our battles in life. And we just need to grab hold of these tools and vocalize them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, even if you say, I, I just don't want to sing, then say them out loud. Don't just pray it or say it quietly. Get it out into the atmosphere because these mm-hmm. words are alive and full of living power and use these tools to fight your battles because they are tried and true. They worked for David. They'll work for you. Absolutely. Faith comes by hearing the word of Christ. And so as we speak the word of God, as we worship him and sing his word, faith is arising in our heart. And then faith plugs us in to the power of God. You know, I was just reading in Ephesians where it says, you know, that we would know the immeasurable power that is accessible to us through faith. And so, and I love the Psalms. God's been bringing me back to the Psalms time and time again. I, you know, just to be honest, at the end of this year, there were some stressful things taking place, just like you were talking about a lot going on. You know, my kids are growing. I've got, you know, different things taking place in my life. And I always want to keep the Lord central. And he's been drawing me back to the Psalms. And as believers, as we meditate upon the Lord, as we spend time in his presence, as we engage with him, he is always going to give us those core scriptures of what he is trying to do in us and through us in that season. And I love that, you know, because so many people can get overwhelmed by, I got to read the entire gospel of John, or I have to get all these different theological ducks in a row. But 
in that season of your life, you had a few different scriptures, probably five or six verses that you were always meditating on. Recently, I've been going back to the art of, you know, just memorizing scriptures that God has been speaking to me. I've been memorizing scriptures about peace just embracing peace when there is so much anxiety and so many different things that are taking place in life. Been going back to just the simplicity of walking in peace in every moment because he is the prince of peace. He is the giver of peace, a supernatural peace. And so all of us in our lives, as we walk with the Lord, he's going to be highlighting scriptures to us. And we could turn those scriptures into memory verses, into prayers, into songs to engage our heart with the Lord. And one thing that I love, I'm grateful for is when I got saved, I was introduced to John Bevere and Kenneth Hagin and, um, you know, Joyce Meyer ministries. When I first got saved, these were ministries that really highlighted the importance of the word of God. And for me, I'll never forget with Kenneth, what Kenneth Hagin said in one of his books. I don't remember which one, but he pretty much said, you must, he said, read the word, memorize the word, speak the word, pray the word, sing the word, do the word. And he just just emphasize the word of God. Heaven and earth may pass away, but the word of God dwells forever. The word is living and powerful and sharper than a double-edged sword. And so that was foundational for me and life-changing for me. And and this is the the thrust of so much of your teachings and your books. And so I, I love that. Yeah, I, I think it's so vital. And what I love about the word is that, and, and the Psalms is that, um, I mean, they're, I always picture that when I'm, I'm, I'm praying or I'm, you know, I have a four point plan in this book to get it in our hearts Mm. and it's to say it out loud, to pray it out loud, to write it down. Cause when we write it, it hits our brain in a little different way and then sing it out so that it, it, it's it's like we're not just memorizing. Uh, Ray Vanderlyn, who I just love, he said in one of his uh, YouTube videos, "Don't just memorize the text; be the text." Mm, and what good. has helped me be the text is adding that element of a melody, because that melody it just replays over and over. It's like the song that you can't get out of your head, you know, when somebody sings Jingle Bells and it's June and then you sing it all day. God made us so that we remember this, uh, this melody and these, it's like you can remember songs that I can remember songs from high school, you know? Why is that? It's just how God made us. But when we add that element of that melody line, it lit, it's like it's the, I like to say the glue or the mortar that really holds it together. And you just can't forget it. You just keep singing it. You can't forget it. Therefore, when you start to get, you know, maybe a little bit out of that narrow road, it's like, ah, the warning light comes on. Mm. And um, Mm -hmm. so I love to encourage people to take that, just that extra step of saying it out loud and then singing it 
out. Get sing in the shower. We all sound good. Get a karaoke machine. You know, we all sound good on those. But yes. take that extra element. I think that we've got to be, we've got to vocalize now. Uh, I love the mystics, but now is the day and the hour to speak it out and speak mm, it forth. So there is an enemy taking over the airwaves. And I mean, it is not the time for only silent reading. We, this, I feel, is a is a weapon of warfare. And we have to let these, we've got to get these weapons out. And how we do that is by praying it and saying it, decreeing it, singing it out, let it out. Mm. It goes forth. I believe it changes our atmosphere. It goes forth. It begins to do what it says it will do. It cannot come back to me until it accomplishes what it says right. it will do. And mm. I, that, I'm going to amen myself. Amen. <laughs> amen. That was that's good. Right. Yes. Amen. Well, that's why the word of God, it says the, the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and the enemy. He is ruthless. You know, he is minuscule compared to Christ and who we are in Christ. I believe that, you know, if we had a proper view of him, we would see how meager and how weak he is. But at the same time, it's, hey, listen, we need to stand firm. And in that evil day, keep standing. And the word of God is the armor that we put on. And, you know, I love, you know, so many people don't know how to pray. They get saved and they're wondering, how do I pray? You know, I don't know what to say to God, you know, so learning how to um, digest the word, meditate upon the word, memorize the word, because even I get, I get in my prayer closet and I just begin to thank God. Or sometimes I come with thankfulness. Sometimes I come with a broken and contrite spirit of like, I need you, Lord. But what comes out of my mouth is I need you, Lord. Apart from you, I can do nothing. That is John 15. And God, I thank you that you are my peace, the peace that passes all understanding that guards my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And it's just like, as you, whatever you put in you comes out out of you and you begin to sense the presence of God and the anointing of God as you begin to pray the word of God because his word is anointed and as our heart engages with the word it activates or gives us an awareness of the presence that is in us and all around us and we begin to really enjoy our prayer life I believe and I know I know you I've, I've talked to you before on you know on the, on the show and there's been times where I just didn't know what to say I just don't know what to and then I I sing a melody I sing a melody to myself in my spirit. And I sing, you know, but I sing a melody in my spirit. And it just brings such a sweet rush of the presence of God as I'm singing his word. Maybe it could be a scripture. It could be a worship song. I know that's exalting Christ and pointing to Christ. But it's just like one minute you could feel dry. You could feel anxiety. You could feel brokenness, depression, hopelessness. And just one verse, just one melody just brings heaven to earth and breaks through the darkness. And you begin to experience the attributes of heaven, peace joy, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit shifts your mood, shifts your perspective. And so this is vital for believers to embrace. And I know some people would say, well, I don't sing, you know, I don't, I'm embarrassed. Like you say, do it in your car, do it in the shower. But even just speaking the word and just in your prayer time, just like saying the word of God back to the father, it just does so much to you. And it changes you from the inside out. There's yeah. something about and I actually wrote a book uh, called Singing the Scriptures that mm -hmm. goes a little bit more into why singing is so important. And, um, but it actually, there's something about 
us when when that that when we when we pray the word out loud or pray the psalms there's some there's a connection that takes place when our ears hear our voice and our mouth actually begin to pray the word of God. I mean, mm-hmm. it's beautiful when people pray over you, when people sing over you, but when your ears hear your voice, mm-hmm. uh, even if you say, even if you just start praying it out loud, there is a connection that takes place that I don't understand all of it, but God made our bodies so uh, amazing. He's genius. And I feel like I, I saw it even more as I begin to study even the life of David and go through the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like even Psalm 20, I love Psalm 20. Um, and it's a Psalm where David is actually going out to war. So before he gets to the battle, Uh, He, it's like the people are singing over him and then he begins to sing of his victory before he ever sees who he's facing. And he, that's that where he's, he's, he's singing from Moses Psalm, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but I will trust in the name of the God (laughs) of Jacob. It's almost as if when he's going to battle, he's singing this song, he's He's reminding himself, don't look at the armies, don't look at their horses, don't look at their chariots. Your trust is not even in how big your army is. There's one winning factor in this battle, and it is the name of the Lord God of (laughs) Israel. And he steadied his heart by his meditations, which were the Torah. And also he, he strengthened, he encouraged, he empowered himself. And what I noticed, he never relied on man, man Mm. at every level, let him down. His soul reliance was upon the Lord. And that's what praying, singing, writing our way through the Psalms does. There is a Psalm for every season. Amen. I just, I love you. There was a battle, I believe it's in the Chronicles, where, you know, God's people were were pillaged and yet they're, they're what, they're, they're the women and children and all their property was, was pillaged. And they, and it said that King David strengthened himself in the Lord. And we see how he strengthened himself in the Lord. He would command his soul to praise God, to hope in God. He would remind himself of the benefits of the Lord who forgives all of our sins and heals all of our diseases and renews, redeems our life from the pit and renews our youth like the eagles. And he would remind himself of these things when he was downcast and distraught. And he would confess those things. He would speak to himself, but then he would also sing this. He made a song out of it, Psalm 103. And so I just, I don't know. This is just my my own musings, but I believe that one day we'll hear the original songs. I believe we'll hear the original songs. These are anointed songs, and I love that the Lord allows us to have these words, and He allows us to create music um, by His Spirit from these songs. But I, I just think one day we'll be able to hear the original songs, and you know, we'll be I, with King I, David. I, I love it. I think that 
I, I feel that, um, I love that. Yes, one day we'll hear the original, but somehow all through the ages, every single singer of the Psalms, somehow all of those melodies are going to come together. Yes. You know, I think of the Huguenots who were, uh, just visited by the Lord back in, I think, the 1600s. They had a mighty pouring out of the Spirit in France, and they wanted to read the Bible on their own. They were thrown in prison. They were killed because they wanted to sing and read the Psalms. Um, and it's, uh, it, I, I found that out when I went to France and um, just began to to, to look into their history and just, you know, go uh, over all over the nation of France, which is beautiful. Um, and when the Lord poured out his spirit on this group who said, no, I don't want to just belong to a church and have someone read the Bible to me. I want to read it myself. They gave their life for to 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 read and study the word and specifically the psalms and so when i'm singing the psalms i'm like god there were people that actually gave their life just because they wanted to read and sing psalm 1 through 30 or psalm 1 through 150 and how freely we can do it how passionate how passionate they were and I'm so thankful that we can be wherever we are uh, in America, in the nations, not every nation, but we can uh, have the freedom to just open the word, apply it and sing it and watch it begin to um, change us from the inside out. And what I love about David, when you read through first and second Samuel and Chronicles, and then read through the Psalms is that God put David over his few sheep. And what he learned as a shepherd is that those sheep were completely reliant upon him. They would not be able to eat. They would not be able to find shade. They would not be able to stay away from the ravines. If the shepherd was not there to care for them at every single step, they knew his voice and only his voice. So therefore, I think it's amazing that suddenly David sees himself as the sheep and his his utter reliance was upon the Lord. And I believe that God is calling us back because our reliance is a lot of times on our job, on our house, on people we know, on where we work. True. And David's sole reliance was God. Mm -hmm. And I feel like God, he's calling us back. Don't rely on what you have, how much you have, you know, what you don't have, what you need. Put your reliance upon the Lord and begin to pray out the words that David prayed out that changed his, sometimes yeah. not his circumstances, but strengthened him for the journey. And he mm -hmm. did not miss out 
of one day of his destiny. Like we all want to fulfill everything that is written about us, Mm -hmm. that God has a book. Psalm 139, I want to fill, uh, I want to fulfill all those pages. And what keeps me steady, and I believe you, is praying the word, singing the word, praying the Psalms, Mm -hmm. singing the Psalms. (laughs) So good. I love that. And so, there are a lot of people out there. It's actually shocking. You know, um, I don't know what the statistic is. I wish I knew, but so many believers aren't engaging with the word of God on a regular basis. And I truly believe when we don't have a hunger for the word of God, hunger for prayer, hunger for the presence of God, it's because we're filling ourselves with so many other things. Um, and the word of God is way down here on the priority list. list. But there's so many believers that are, you know, struggling with praying and reading, you know, they get alone with God and they're, they, they just read or they have a Bible plan, but you know, their heart isn't ignited. They, they, they lost that fervor or that passion and they have a hard time even relating with the word. Maybe they grew up in a very word centered church where it's like really theological, but not as much spiritual. Maybe they got beaten over the head with the word and they had a, they have a hard time. I just feel like God wants to minister to some people who number one, maybe they've never had a personal deep a relationship with the word of God where they've enjoyed and drank in the pleasures of God through his word. And there's some people that maybe it just, it seems like they've lost their first love with the word of God and it's just not as fresh and their life's so busy and they're so consumed. Um, what would you say to that individual? And I would also love to really end this in prayer for those people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think there's a great, there's a great Psalm for you and it's mm-hmm. at the very beginning and it's Psalm 1. And um, what's beautiful about the Psalms is that they give us language in every single emotional circumstance. Because what happens is we get hurt, we get um, offended. But when we have the Psalms, who we don't even have to think of a word because they're right here. Like if Psalm 6 also is a Psalm that David wrote where he's in such distress and he begins to just pray, hear me, O Lord, for I, I am weak and heal me, O Lord, I am in need. And, and when I, what I've found, and that's why I wanted to write this 30 days of praying the Psalms is if we keep this conversation between God active through every season, then offense has no place to land. Because when we go through hard times or I don't understand, or where are you? David said that in Psalm 12, God, you seem so far away and darkness seems so near. Why do you hide yourself when I need you the most? And the the key for me in my history has been if I can just immediately run to the word and keep that conversation with God ongoing, then unforgiveness and offense, it has no landing spot 
And even through hard times, emotional times, just, uh, just really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I lost two friends this year to COVID. Um, and that's not okay with me, but what helped my heart is going to the Psalms. It's, it's when we go through those times that sometimes we, we don't understand and we stop praying. That's what we don't want to do. We want to pick up this word. And even before we feel it, we don't have to feel it. We need to say it out loud because that praying it and saying it out loud, it will begin to literally tenderize our heart. And that is why we need to keep that word day and night. Psalm 1, night and day, day and night. Let us meditate on the word of God. Let it be our chief delight because it will keep our hearts tender. It will, I believe it will open the door to amazing encounters with God. You look at Psalm 2 and Psalm 18, Mm. Psalm 29, Psalm 20. David has these incredible encounters with God. If that's your desire, then then read and pray the Psalms. They they worked for David. They will work for you. And when the older you get, what I have found is people, they either get better or they get bitter. Mm, And this word and singing it, say it, pray it. Write it down, sing it out. That four-step plan is what I have used for decades. And it will give bitterness, unforgiveness, and offense no place to land and keep your heart tender through every single season. Oh, that's I love that. Let's let's just pray for the people who are listening or watching right now via YouTube. Um, I just want the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the crashing on their hearts and for their hearts to be awakened. Oh, let me actually, I just feel it on my heart. Let me, let me start. And then Julie, would you end and we'll close this podcast out? Lord, I just thank you right now for the fire of your love to burn inside of every single person's heart right now that your spirit and fire would baptize their hearts, God, that you would rekindle their hearts, that they would return to their first love, that they would see you afresh and they would be transformed because of it. I just thank you, God, for the word that is inside of them already to just that your Holy Spirit would breathe upon that word and that you would encounter them in such a way, Father, where they are undone again. I just thank you that you are beautiful, that you are lovely, that you are marvelous that you are everything that they need and apart from you they can do nothing god and i just thank you let me just end in prayer just with this one scripture from psalm 25 out of the passion translation it says and there's a private place reserved for lovers the lovers of God where they sit right by him and receive receiving revelation the secrets of his promises Psalm 25 and there's a private place reserved for lovers the lovers of God where they sit right by him and receive
revelation to surround you, engulf you, be in you as you sit a little while with the Lord, just like Psalm 25 verse 14 tells us to do. And I pray that over you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that. Wow. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. He is so faithful. He is beautiful. And so how can people tap more into your ministry. I know they can go to juliemeyer.com. I also want them to be able to engage with your um, online worship and that and that community you have. Tell us a little bit more about that and how they can connect. Yeah, well, you can uh, go to intotheriver.net and that is our online worship community where we have 24-7 radio. Um, we have uh, monthly Bible studies so that we can bring the Psalms that we're studying and singing into our everyday life, just life application. And we have a monthly live interactive classes. Um, so that's into the river.net. You can also go to juliemeyerministries.com. That's where you can get my book, but you can also sign up for um, a f- the free online devotions that go hand in hand with the chapters of 30 days of praying the Psalms. It's uh, they're under 15 minutes. And we just, I do a little tiny teaching and then we do some soaking to every single Psalm so that you will have a prayer to pray and a melody to sing for that whole day as you meditate upon the word and bring it into your life and watch it change you from the inside out. Yes, and amen. I highly recommend it. Get a copy of 30 Days of Praying the Psalms, King David's Keys to Victory. And, you know, in in the future, there'll be more devotionals, which we're excited about as well. But um, I highly recommend connecting with Julie's ministry. What a beautiful heart, incredible ministry. Um, If you want to learn how to pray the scriptures, engage with the word of God, I'm telling you, soaking worship, praying the word, singing the word, intimacy with God, just being in that place of abiding. We are walking with him. The Lord paid a hefty price and he broke down every wall that separated us between our father. And now we have 24 seven access to him. May our hearts be engaged. May our heart, our attention, our affection be upon him. And and Julie has so many resources to help you guys engage with God and live a life overflowing with the spirit of God so you could walk in victory. And so thank you, Julie, so much for taking the time to be with me and for having your piano with you to end us here in, in some in some song. 
You are very welcome, Michael. Thank you for having me and blessings, blessings, blessings to everyone (laughs) as you pray and sing your way through the Psalms. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for those who are tuning in right now. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed. They can be awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you guys. And I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you. <laughs>